that you are the stone that will knock that thing down. That thing will fall down because of the power that you have within you. We are the stone. God is pulling us back and he's releasing us into the season. He is releasing us into that situation that you are the answer to the problem. You have just tuned into the Being One Podcast. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Samantha Laguerre on the Being One Podcast, the podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. Kingdom citizens, hello, hello, hello. Um, So before I actually get into today's episode and um, on the content for today, um, please be sure that you listen to the We're Back episode so that we're all on one accord, okay? Because, you know, this is the Being One podcast, so I have to make sure that we are all on one page, all on one accord, because that's truly when things um, get done, and that's truly when we be, when we see things is when everybody's on one accord and everybody's on one page. And I want I want you to know what's been going on in my life and um, what we what this podcast what we're gonna do um moving forward on this podcast so please 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 be sure to listen to that um it is titled um we're back we're back we're back y'all okay so before i actually start um because i know you guys really 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 want to hear this word um i just want to make sure that i um acknowledge um another review that was left on the podcast during the hiatus um and it's um from chauncey whaley um so thank you thank you chauncey for leaving a review and so it reads after your introduction i felt your spirit and i'm completely excited about this journey and listening to each episode proud of you samantha thank you so much for leaving a review and thank you so much um for your words of encouragement i know um you've messaged me um you know in the past and you know, constantly you message me and encourage me. And I really thank you for that. Um, God bless you. All right, y'all. So let's get right into it. Okay. So we're going to go to first Samuel 17 verse 44. Um, and if you are a Bible scholar, <laughs> um, you would know that this is, um, um, David's story, um, where he is going to kill Goliath. This is the chapter. Um, so this is where I want to kind of, you know, go in i still am not too sure of a of a name um, a title of this episode but it will be up and it will be there um by the time i get to uploading it so we're just gonna talk i'm just gonna talk i'm just gonna let you i'm just gonna you know um share with you all what god has been um ministering to me so that you can be ministered and and filled up okay again um if you're new i read from the new living translation version which is the nlt um, and we're going to get right into it. So verse 44 reads, come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals. Goliath yelled. David replied to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied today. The Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut your head off. And then I will give you the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle. Give you to us. As Goliath moved closer, 
As he moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone, he hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone, the stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone for he had no sword. Okay, so we're starting, we're going to end off that, and that was verse 50. So I read from um, 1 Samuel 17, 44 through 50, and we're going to dissect this, y'all. Let me tell you, God, all right, we're going to dissect this. Okay, so before, I want to give a backstory. Um, so if you didn't know of the of David and Goliath, so David was a, he was a small shepherd boy. Um, he was one that was overlooked, Um Yet he was the one who killed the 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 Goliath, who was a a giant, you know. Um, so in verse um, thirty nine, um, it talks about if you read um, a little bit before that, you see that David was having a conversation with with the king, which is King Saul, and basically telling the king that you know he um, wants to defeat the um, the Goliath. You know he wants to go to war with him, that he can kill him, that he has. Um, some experience, um, you know, um, fighting off um, animals and lions and, and all these other things when he is shepherding. And so um, King Saul says, OK, you know what? Let, let God be with you. And he actually offers up um, his armor and, you know, he gives him he gives him these things. And David begins to walk in them and he says, oh, no, um, I'm not used to this. Um, in verse 39, it reads. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. He says, I can't go in these. Um, I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them in his shepherd's bag. And so this is what he resorted to. So he he had the equipment. The equipment was available to him. It was offered to him. Um, King Saul actually said, you know what? You know, I, I feel like he was, you know, taking pity on, on David he's like poor little boy I I you know I I honor his his courage I I I respect his courage but he's probably gonna die out there so let me give him the best of the best right and David um put it on and he said um you know I'm not used to this this is a little bit uncomfortable and he resorted to going to the stones okay so what I got from this on um, what the Holy Spirit was ministering to me was that you know he wasn't used to the armor and that so therefore he went for the stones and the Holy Spirit told me that we need to stop putting up a front for people and use what we know. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. We need to stop putting up a front for people and use what we know. Okay, so why do I say this? Why is this being said? So David he knew the stone, right? He said he had put on the armor. And he said, I'm not used to this. And he went to what was he was used to. Why? Because in in the um, in the pasture, while you know where he was shepherding at, where he had his alone time at when he was spending time with God, he 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 had created this a relationship with the stone. And I don't want you I don't want to lose you guys because you're like, Samantha, what he created a relationship with the stone. What I mean is that he was used to the stone. He studied the stones. Um, he utilized the stones. He spent time with the stones. He was intimate with the stones in the sense of he knew he knew the 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 force that it had. You know, he knew the power that he had. He knew that it was um, equipped and that it was able to defeat 
anything that was set before him. He knew it was able to defeat um, and kill, you know, these these big animals, these lions and, and, and giants and stuff like that that he was facing in the um, in the field. Um, so he went to what he was used to. And the reason why the Holy Spirit is saying do not put on a front for people and use what we know. Um, I think of like, you know, you you've, you ever heard of people who um, I mean, it could be true and it, it could be it could be not true. But sometimes they kind of um, they overexcite their spiritual life in the sense of they try to make their life seem holier than what it really is. And then when they go before um, certain people, they start putting on a front and start doing things that they, they have no business doing because they never done that before. And so now in front of these people, they look like a fool. Okay. And God is just like, use what you know, that if you spend time with me, you you don't have to make up anything. You know what I mean? Like the things that I've given you, the things that you've been utilizing, the things that you've been praying for, the things that you've been, um, you've been, you know, studying, use that, you know, you know what I mean? And let God do what he has to do. And I think about, you know, people who, um, may lie on, you know, their resume or, you know, they go to an interview for a job and um, th- maybe the, the job is like the person is interviewing and they're telling you, OK, here we use Outlook. Do you have experience using Outlook? And then you don't have no experience. You have no business in Outlook. Yet you you agree to it. Right. But you're an S expert at Microsoft Word and you're an expert at, at PowerPoint. But you tell them, yeah, I know how to use Outlook. And so you get the job and now you're trying to utilize something that you never used before. And not only do you waste your time, but you waste you waste their time. But had you had confidence in the thing that you knew and say, listen, I, I'm not I'm not too familiar with Outlook, but I'm an expert out at um, Microsoft Word and I'm an expert at PowerPoint and I'm able to get the same results utilizing these things that I do know of. OK, so we need to be confident in the things that that we know and stop putting it a front for other people because David he could have went on with the armor you know what I mean it made him look you know like he he was equipped it made him look like he he he, he um was um you know equipped for the part you know it, it it fit the part the the armor the sword it fit the role right but he said I wasn't used to this and sometimes people will try to put things on you to make you look like the parts you know what I mean they put um certain pressures on preachers to make them look like a preacher but what does a preacher really look like okay so we're too focused sometimes on the outer appearance and what people um, are seeing and not more so what's inside of us but if we begin to utilize what is inside of us there is no need for things that we're not used to there is no need for things that we need to put on there's no need to look like the part because the part is already in us I hope somebody got that um thank you Jesus okay so if um we continue on what I really love um verse um second chronicles verse 20 and 15 i'm gonna read that for you all um and it reads second chronicles 20 verse 15 it reads um he said listen all you people of judah and jerusalem listen king jehoshaphat this is what the lord says do not be afraid don't be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours but god's okay and um in verse 47 we see that david even reiterated that to the giant to goliath he says that for the battle is the lord's and he will give you into our hands he knew that although I may be small and although this thing before me is huge, although he may have experience and I do not have experience, he knew, David knew that this battle is not mine, it is the Lord's, right? And God said that some of us, um, 
we we are we are operating in ignorance. What is ignorant? What does that mean? That we are coming off as we have we are untaught, that we are uneducated, we are untrained. What does that mean? So um let's say that um you know, let's say you have a test or I know something is about to happen, I give you the answer to it, right? I say, listen, this is about to happen and this is the answer, right? So then you um, are now faced in the situation or, you know, the question is presented before you and you're like you're stressing, you're like beating your head up, you trying to find other people to give you the answer or you just, you know, just doing the most. And I'm just sitting there shaking my head like, really, like, why are you being ignorant? I already gave you the answer. Like, why are you why are you stressing yourself? You already have the answer. I already gave you the answer. Right. It's the same way with God. OK, um, this battle that we are in, it's a fixed battle. OK, the, the victory is already ours because God has this is his battle and he wins he never loses but it you know he never loses the, the, he, he he wins okay so we have the answer and the answer is God you know what I mean so it's like God has already told us like listen do not be dismayed do not be discouraged the battle is not yours it is the Lord's and he never loses so it's like the, you know we're in the certain seasons in our lives um where we're just just doing the most we're being discouraged we're stressing out for things and we need to realize and we need to you know take back um our peace right and 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 declare that this is not my battle this is the lord's battle and he always wins so why am i stressing you know what i mean why am i beating myself up why am i trying to find an answer in this person why am i trying to find the answer in this thing when this is not my battle it's god's battle why am i putting on things that is unnecessary to fight something that is not even my battle we need to know that the battle is not ours and it is the Lord's. And David knew this. He said, although I only have a stone in my hand and you may have a sword and you may be bigger than I, this battle is not mine's. Okay. Um, David knew. He said, okay, um, I know this stone. I know the power of the stone. I know what this stone has done for me before. And so I'm going to resort to use that stone. Right. And um, in this day and age, um, I hear. I see, I read um, a lot of these new age practices that um, people want us to, this world wants us to um, entertain. And we have to stop entertaining it, y'all. We have to stop entertaining these horoscope readings, these crystals, these, um, um, what are the saging and stuff like that, that they try to do. You think if David went in and grabbed some leaves and, and started blowing and, and put some things to fire and started saging the environment to ward off evil spirits you think listen goliath was gonna laugh at him okay because what like come on y'all like we have to be serious like they they want us to utilize all these different things they want us to to do all these different things to gain our peace and 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 to ward off spirits and to fight our battles well, all we got to do is is look to God. All we got to do is declare the name of Jesus, okay? That there is power in his name and all we need to do is say his name. All we need to do is proclaim his name. They they try to give us everything but Christ. They say they even tell us they introduce us to God. They say, "Yes, there is a higher power, but they want us to deny the power of Jesus. They want us to deny that he is the one that we need to call on." They try to give us everything but Jesus, but listen. 
Jesus, 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 because there is power in his name. There is power in his name. Um, In John 16, verse 33, in the New Living Translation, it reads, I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome this world. Okay. So they want us to deny Jesus. They want us to, to do everything but turn to God, but turn to Christ. And Jesus is telling us here, listen, in me, you will have peace. You don't have to turn to horoscopes to figure out what today is going to bring. You don't need to figure out what the moon means today. You don't need to figure out um, what your um, your sign means and who you're compatible with. And and if if, if this if this um, obstacle that you're facing, is it going to be um, one that's going to turn around today? Like you don't need to do that. He said, listen, in me, you will have peace. And that, yes, there are going to be trials like can I? I can't come on here and tell you, honey, there is not going to be no trials. That if you're walking in Christ, there's not going to be some sorrow sometimes. He's telling us, yes, on this earth, you're going to face it there is, because it's, it, you're going to face it. It's, it's not we're not exempted from facing trials. We're not exempted from facing sorrow. But he said, take heart because I have already overcome the world. OK, so take heart. I have that giant in your life. I already overcame it. You know what I mean? But but if we are in Christ, you know, this this podcast is being one right we're being one with christ if we are in christ we are being one with him we must be confident that you know we have peace and that he's already overcame the situation um too many times we 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 don't pick up the right stone okay so the stone that i'm referring to um christ um it's metaphorically um he is considered a stone right and so we need to pick up the right stone too many that we need to pick up the stone we need to pick up christ too many times we pick up other things you know we maybe there's a giant in our marriage you know um there, there, there are troubles that we're facing in our marriage. And so we think that having a child will be the stone. We think that throwing a child at the marriage is going to defeat that Goliath within our marriage. And it's, it's, it's not. And then we get frustrated. We don't realize, we don't understand why is it that I had this child and my marriage is still not fixed. Honey, you need to call on the name of Jesus. You need to pick up the right stone. You need to pick up the stone. And that is Jesus. You need to throw Jesus at that situation because guess what? He has over already overcame it but too many times we're focused on the wrong thing we're feeling lonely we're not understanding so we think that okay I'm, I'm feeling lonely so maybe I need a mate I need a spouse and so we get married or we begin to entertain certain people and then we're we're still frustrated we still feel lonely we still we're still looking for 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 entertainment we're still looking to um be looked at at people we're still we're still seeking attention why because we thought that maybe if I was with somebody maybe if I entertained somebody maybe if I had sex maybe if I if I went to the bar, went to this club, you know, it was going to suppress my loneliness. But the thing that's going to suppress your loneliness is Christ. If you have Christ in your life, you will not have to feel lonely. But too many times we're looking for other things and we're not picking up the right stone. We're not picking up the Bible. We're not picking up the word. But if you begin to spit the word at that situation, if you begin to spit the word at that giant, let me tell you, you will have power and you will understand that God has already overcome this thing, that there is power power in his word and when you begin to speak his word that giant must fall okay we have certain giants in our lives 
um, maybe you're being overlooked at at work or you're being overlooked at among your peers. Your friends are not taking you serious. You seem uneducated. The people around you are using words that sound good. They are using words that are high in vocabulary and you have not reached that level. And so you think maybe if I go to school, maybe if I pursue my master's, if I pursue my doctorates, I will have a certain value. People will begin to respect me. And so you went back to school, you got your bachelor's, you went back to school, you got your doctorates, and yet people are still overlooking you. And so now you're feeling miserable. Now you're feeling as though you waste time, you waste money. You're not understanding why is it that I've, I I went for the highest thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in this career that's making me a lot of money, but I, I'm still feeling insecure. I'm still feeling less than because let me tell you, you know, society, they try to throw these things on us. Oh, if you, you study the dictionary and if you, if you, if you will, um, level up on your vocabulary, people will begin to take you seriously. You begin to make more money. You begin to have more and more followings. And then you get these things and you still feeling empty because you're not, you're not utilizing the right stone. You thought that was going to, to, um, defeat the giant in your life. You thought that, that, you know, throwing these things, throwing a degree, throwing a bachelor's, throwing a master's was going to kill that giant. But in reality, it, it, it didn't. It didn't at all. The giant is still there and you're confused. But let me tell you, you need to lean on the word of God. It says, listen, you are the head and not the tail and that you are an overcomer. You have to know that you are an overcomer. You have to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that the degree did not give you your worth, that God already chosen you, that he's already called you valuable, that Jesus already came and he died on the cross for your sin that you are already valuable even before he before you knew of him he knew of you and he said that you were worth dying for okay we have to understand this and we need to stop throwing every other thing to that giant to that goliath in our life and we need to pick up the word of god we need to pick up the right stone and we need to throw that we need to start speaking life into that situation we need to start declaring who we are in christ we don't we need to start declaring who what the word of god says and that giant will surely fall we have to pick up the right stone, right? And so God was just, you know, dealing with speaking this to me. Um, and I was like, wow, 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 right? Um, and so I want to read First Peter um, because you're probably like, Samantha, what do you mean God, Jesus is a stone? Like, what are you talking about right now? I don't understand. Um, so in First Peter 2... Quickly, I'm going to read um, starting from verse four. It reads, you are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honor. And you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priests. Through the mediation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. As the scriptures say, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen for great honor. And anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Yes, you who trust him recognize the honor God has given him. But those who reject him, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. And he is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they do not obey God's word. And so they meet the faith that has that was planned for them. What I just read is basically that, you know, Jesus was considered a stone and he was the stone that the builders rejected. And so now he became the cornerstone. And if you do not accept him, um, if you do not believe in him, if you do not put your trust in him, he becomes a a, a stumbling block for you. He, he, he becomes um, he'll be in your path and you will fall. Um, because of, you know, if you don't accept him, if you don't 
you know, utilize him, that he'll become something that you fall over. That reads in verse eight when it says that, you know, he makes people stumble and the rock that makes them fall. And so we must utilize the stone. We must utilize Christ um, and trust and put our trust in him for he has become their cornerstone. And it also reads in um, it reads also that we are two like stones that uh, God is building into his spiritual temple. So we are considered like stones as well. And so God gave me two. Um, he gave me two scenarios. Well, let me let me let me just let me just let me just tell you it, how God told me. OK, so basically, um, God was like, you know, my people, we are like David in this scenario. Right. Um, where what we must do in any given situation um, whenever we are faced with a giant in our lives, when, whenever we are faced with an obstacle, um, an opposition that is before us that seems greater than us. So what we must do is we must utilize the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And what do I mean by that? So David, he did not resort to the armor and the swords that the other Israelites at the time um, had in the army. He did not um, accept the armor that King Saul had given him because he was not used to it, like I mentioned previously. But he resorted to what he knew um, gave him success in the past, right? When he was a shepherd, he was still a shepherd, but when he was, um, alone and he was, um, faced with, you know, um, lions and and bears and things like that, he utilized the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. He spent time with God. Um, he spent time with God and he spent time with his slingshots and his stone, right? He, he knew the power of it. And so this is what he resorted to. And so God told me, could it be, listen, that you guys are David, that my, my children are like David and you must utilize the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. And so the slingshot, the sling that David used can be, um, can be like the father, right? So sometimes the father, he will push us back. He is that force that we have in our lives, right? And he's, and he's, he sends us off. God sends us, right? And so the stone is Christ, right? He sent Jesus to us. He, you know, he pulled him back. He he pulled us, he pulled him and he sent him off, right? So the stone is like Christ. And we see it in the text that I just read in First Peter, where Jesus is referred to as the stone, right? And so Christ in this scenario is the stone. And and when G, and God the Father is pulling him back and sending him into our situation. He's sending him to fight and to throw off and to knock down our obstacle, to knock down our giants, right? And not only that, but we need the help of the Holy Spirit because imagine in real life, right? If you know, if you listen to my my um, previous episodes, you know I see things naturally, right? And so naturally, and be, and, and too, I am a science major. My 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 degree was in um in science, right? And so I, I, I know these things. And so practically speaking in the natural, there's no way that the rock could, um, you know, fling and, and, and get to where it needs to go without the air, it, without gravity, it would not be able to do it. If you try to do it, it will just fall straight down, but there needs to be, um, aid from gravity in the air. Right. And that is where the Holy spirit comes in. He, he, he doesn't miss the mark. And so we have the father who is pulling, he is, he is the slingshot and he has his son. Right. And, 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 and you're pulling that thing back and you're pulling 
the father is pulling him and then he releases him and then you have the holy spirit who is aiding the jesus he was aiding the stone in the process and he makes sure that the stone hits the mark he makes sure that it doesn't miss the mark and that is the holy spirit in our lives he doesn't miss the mark and so he makes sure he gets that giant he makes lord that he gets that that obstacle that 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 giant that that goliath in our life right in the head and knocks him over so this this is this is the the the, the trinity this is the father the son and the holy spirit and this is how we are able to utilize them in our lives right but not only that this is oh hallelujah this is what god told me not only that but when we when we really begin to know our identity in christ when we actually begin to operate in oneness because remember the the prayer that jesus um prayed was that we are one like him and the father are one and this is the being one podcast right where we are embarking on a journey to be one with christ when we begin to know our identity in him when we begin to actually operate in 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 oneness with christ we must realize that we are not a force to be reckoned with in first peter 2 we saw that we are also considered like a stone right we are also considered like a stone and so can we be the stone in that scenario Hmm. Can we be like the stone in that scenario? Could it be that David picked up the stone and what he was picking up, he realized that he 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 was the stone. I don't think y'all get it that he was like the stone and so we must realize when we we it says that if god is for me who can be against me right if god is for me who can be against me and sometimes god he pulls us back he's still the slingshot in this this scenario he pulls us sometimes in seasons we're being stretched and then he releases us and with the help of the holy spirit we're able to travel and we're able to knock down that thing that is in our lives when we begin to really operate and really be one with christ we realize that we too that that he is it says that if, if if i if um we are in him that he re, he will be in us and so therefore we must when we walk around in this world when we walk around on this earth when we are walking we we, we, we realize that listen that i am in christ and he is in me that i am jesus is 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 in me so i am one with him and so that if he is a stone that i am too am a stone I, listen we too are a stone and so sometimes too many times we are faced with a giant in our lives that there, there is a goliath in our lives and we're throwing everything at it we're trying to get we're trying to lean to this person we're trying to get this thing we're trying to do this thing we're trying to lean to this thing and we don't realize that there is power in us all we need to do is open up our mouths and begin to declare the word of God. And then that thing will begin to fall down. But sometimes we don't realize the power that is within us. We, we don't identify ourselves as one with Christ. And so we don't begin to operate in the power that we have. We don't utilize and exercise, exercise the power and authority that we have. Let me tell you, there are some giants that are in your lives, honey. All you have to do is open up your mouth that you are the stone. You are the stone that will knock that thing down, that you are the stone that will knock that thing down that thing will fall down because of the power that you have within you we are the stone god is pulling us back and he's releasing us into the season he is releasing us into that situation that you are the answer to the problem see that the, the problem was goliath in this situation
situation. The Israelites had a, a problem and it was Goliath. They were afraid of this, this giant in their, in their, in that situation. And in, in that, that battle was Goliath. The Philistines knew that they had something big that was going to tear down the Israelites. And so they were, they were afraid. And the, the little David, he was the answer. Why? Because he, he, he spent time with the stone. And so he identified with the stone. He knew the, 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 the power of the stone. And so we must know the power of the stone. We must know the power of Christ. And we must know the power that lives within us. We are the answer. So there is a problem in your life. You better know that you are the answer to that problem. You better put yourself in that problem and know that, listen, I'm walking into this problem. There's a problem in my life. There's a giant in my life. And I am the answer. I am the stone. God is sending me to be the answer. He is sending me to knock this thing down. You are the stone. Hallelujah. And so that is the message that God had me um, tell you today that we must begin to exercise the power and authority that he has given in us, that we must be one with Christ. We must be one with him. When when Jesus said he came and he said, listen, 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 that you guys are going to do more. You guys are going to do what I did and more. Do you understand that? You guys are going to do what I did and more. Jesus is our example. The, the, the power that he had here on this earth is the same power that is in, 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 in us. When he was leaving, he told his disciples, listen, I must go. It is better for me to go because when I go, the Holy Spirit comes. And, and it's so it is so uh, it is so vital that we spend time and, and we fellowship with the Holy Spirit because, listen, the Holy Spirit doesn't miss the mark. He doesn't miss the mark. He does not miss the mark. And so we are not able to be effective. We are not able to really be the answer. We're not able to knock down that thing in our life without the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit knows exactly where it needs to be knocked down at. It knows exactly the pinpoint. It knows exactly what it is going to take, the force that it needs and the direction that it needs to go in order for that thing to be knocked down. And so we must utilize and we must have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He is important in our lives. He's important in our journey of us becoming one with Christ. And this is the message. This is the word of God. This is the word that God has given me to release to the kingdom citizens. We must understand our identity in Christ. We must know the power that we have in us. We must be able to know that we are the stone. We are a stone, y'all. He is building his temple on us. He is building us out of stone. We are the stone. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, I pray that stirred y'all up like it stirred me. It's y'all, I was listening. That message stirred me up. I'm stirred up right now. Hallelujah. Um, but know that I am praying for you all. Um, if you have any questions, please, please, please reach out to me. Um, again, I should be going live on Friday. Um, where we we're gonna I'm gonna recap on this and um and I want to know I want you guys to be able to join me and put your input, share how this message and word has um, strengthened you and, and edified you. Um, know that you are loved. I love you. And Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. Um, and be blessed. Walk in power. Walk in authority. Amen. I love y'all. God bless y'all.